Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Appreciate you being here today. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And please join me for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. And be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Okay, today let's catch up with Brian Kilmeade here on the Inez Says Podcast. We invite you to listen to Brian. He's a great listen. Hear Brian every weekday, 9 to noon on WDBO in Orlando. On the docket for today, who's going to be Donald Trump's running mate? chaos at the southern border but we begin with an interview that brian did earlier this week with gop presidential candidate nikki haley it's an interview brian that's getting a lot of attention from the media you asked her among other things if the republican party is a racist party she gave you a straight answer which was no and we're not a racist country some of the media of course are jumping all over her for saying that so what did you make of the interview and and, and the reaction it is getting here brian well, number one, um, you know, I feel bad about not getting the debate question out. I had it. We have problems with transmission. I kind of lost it in my notes. So I feel bad about that. I, I asked her the question off Joy Reid's ridiculous comments that the reason why Nikki Haley lost is she's a brown woman and the Republicans are racist. And she's right. Republicans don't have a history of racism. It is the Democrats right. who gave us Jim Crow. It is the, the Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Frederick Douglass was a Republican. Uh, I, Booker T. Washington was a Republican. So she's right about that. But we do have a history of uh, racism in America. We know about slaves. We know the horrendous uh, American story with that, which is not unique to our countries in every continent on the planet. And her answer, just like on uh, the Civil War, is uh, it was over slavery and other things, but primarily over slavery. But that's not really the question. I, I think in a way it's unfair, the criticism, because she's just trying to say, instead of digging in and saying, I lost uh, because the the people of Iowa chose Donald Trump, not because I'm a woman, not because I, I'm of Indian heritage. That would have been the best answer. And I plan on winning in New Hampshire. Uh, but my, my party is not racist. I've been treated fantastic wherever I go. Even if people don't vote for me, they don't come up and say, you're an Indian woman. That's my problem. But she did point out, you know, when she was little, she was, she was in the middle of uh, – uh, growing up in South Carolina, no one's really seen much of an Indian society back then. Kids were cruel to her growing up. She said that helped shape her and her parents being strong, uh, helped uh, understand you know, how great the country was, that people had to make an adjustment. And she obviously came out okay as a governor, a great husband, serving overseas, great family. But 
I, I thought it was I, when I when I saw said that was the that side getting traction. I thought that was a reach. Well, if the polls are right here, Brian, which they were, by the way, in Iowa, pretty much, then Nikki Haley is going to do relatively well in New Hampshire. She'll finish in second place. The polls say that she will lose big in her home state of South Carolina next. So is is there a path forward here for her and Ron DeSantis? Is it time for both of them to give way to Donald Trump here yet? Two things I think are are getting way ahead of it. Number one, I thought it was so inaccurate to, to diminish Donald Trump's win. It's the biggest win, the highest percentage in any Republican in any Iowa caucus ever, right? Okay, we thought that was pretty much settled. Well, they go, well, 50% didn't vote for him. Uh, well, DeSantis got 20 and like, he got 19. Right. All right. They're Republicans. That's a, that's the choice. It doesn't mean he doesn't have 90% approval rating with Republicans. He just did better than Bush, better than McCain, better than Romney, better than Reagan. But that is not good enough. Right. Better than, you know, Bush 41, too. That's not good enough. Oh, well, the turnout was low. Okay. Well, excuse me. It was minus 26 degrees. Do you think that's a factor? And I also think it's a factor that most people saw that there was not one single poll without Trump up at least 20. So I thought you combine those two things, the danger of doing this at night, going to small gyms in the middle of nowhere. I didn't think it was a big deal. I could not believe that was getting traction uh, with guys like um, Governor Pritzker in Illinois and the surrogates who speak for Joe Biden because Joe Biden can't speak. The other thing is I would not drop out if I was Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis. Mm -hmm. You lose – Iowa, when 100,000 people show up to vote and you only got 20% of the vote. All right. So you want me to quit? Mm-hmm. Really? After, after $50 million worth of attack ads on me, yeah. knowing that I have a pretty good message to say I'm still doing well, I got enough money, I wouldn't quit either. I know Trump was fantastic in his uh, victory speech. He said it yesterday. Uh, you know, listen, I was a little disappointed. Nikki Haley had the wrong tone in her. I thought it was a tone deaf in her her, her uh, concession speech, which wasn't a concession speech. And, you know, um, he made and was basically saying we got to come together. Let's just fight Joe Biden rather than these losers uh, have no right going against me. I can't be stopped. Um, you know, so. I thought Trump's been handling trying to get people together. I know the gloves going to come off because I just saw Paul. Uh, by American Research Group, I'm not. I, I you know I see a lot of them. I can't get into detail on their history, but it shows a, a tie in New Hampshire. If you're within five points, why? Would, if you're Nikki Haley, why would you quit? Sure, no doubt. And speaking of New Hampshire, interesting scene yesterday. Vivek Ramaswamy on the same stage as the former president. Some folks in the crowd there were yelling "Veep, Veep, Veep" after his speech. I think it's obvious that Vivek is going to have some kind of role in a potential Trump presidency. Is he the Veep? What do you think, Brian? No, no, uh, no. Uh, I think it'll be I think it'll be Christy Nome, Elise Stefanik, Byron Donalds. I, I know they're also vetting Lee Zeldin. So I know Lee will be – I imagine he's going to get an offer to be a part if Trump wins, be a part of the cabinet. I think a guy like Jason Chaffetz, I think John Radcliffe, I think Robert O'Brien, uh, I think Mike Pompeo. You know, the, He knows a lot of these people. Uh, they can do the job. They're going to get autonomy. I wouldn't doubt that Rubio maybe jumps in. I don't think he loves being senator. I think he loved having uh, the Central and South America. I think he's got a real handle on the region. I think there will be something like that. But uh, Vivek will be will be in the mix. I mean, the guy's so bright, mm-hmm. fantastic communicator. Uh, he's already proven adept at making money. He's got a family. He's well balanced. Um, you know, I think that you know, I, I I think that he'll have a role. But I'm just trying to think what kind of role because he is a guy that likes being out in the public. 
So, you know, the secretary of, you know, he's not secretary of treasury. He's 39 years old. But, I mean, what does he do? I mean, maybe there's some type of tech czar. He's a biotech guy. Mm-hmm. You know, so well, we'll see. I mean, no doubt about it. I think he could be very valuable, especially going to these college campuses. I thought it was interesting because the message from Iowa voters, and I, I saw a poll where 40% of Iowa voters said that immigration, southern border, was the number one issue for them. And then it was the economy and jobs after that at 33%. A, does that surprise you? And B, do you think the White House is getting the message from Iowans? He's got to. I mean, do you believe this guy has been off this president since before Christmas and a light schedule since he came back from his second vacation? And uh, now today he's going to meet with leaders while Ukraine desperately holds on waiting for aid so they can kick Russia's ass. Every time they fight him, they win. But when they don't have the right weapons, they, re- they have to back up. Uh, he does not they seem in a rush to get Israel what they need or Taiwan, especially if it's an election. And he's basically not been hands on at all with the negotiations at the border. And now they're going to tie possibly the budget to the border. So there's all this pressure on the border. Now you've got Texas taking over the, the border from the federal government. I mean, you have a huge clash between the states, between the cities. Now the federal government in Texas, that's what this guy's done. This is what happens when you don't run the country. Yeah. So literally they boxed the Border Patrol out of a park because too many people are coming through. And the Texas National Guard has just taken over because they can't – the federal government's not doing their job. So this is a disaster. And the crazy thing is, I'm going to play this soundbite tonight. You should probably grab it. A Brett Baer on with this Biden official saying Trump did nothing at the border and uh, Biden had this great proposal, but no one took it up. Hey, knucklehead, you had the House, you had the Senate. If you had a great proposal, did you tell Schumer that? Did he even bring it up in a press conference? Did he trumpet it when you you were passing the the Rescue Act, the, the, the Inflation Reduction Act? Did you eat infrastructure? Act when you jammed all this crap down our throats, did you even bring up the border? Yeah. No. Thanks to Brian Kilmeade for the chat here on the Inez Says podcast today. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 1073 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Spring? Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24.